recording, let's, like, we can talk about the procedure, but maybe let's leave the details out just in case we do use this. Absolutely. So, I had this moment where I was texting you, and I had a full-on flashback. When you were little? No. To texting Quinn. Yeah. And I was writing crazy yeah. talk. Like, I deleted my message. I, I wrote and deleted so many messages that were full-on crazy talk. Like, defensiveness level 100. Like What kind of stuff were you saying? I, I wrote stuff like, just kill me. Wow. Like, why don't you just kill me? Wow. And stuff like wow wow how am I supposed to just like I don't know it was just so defensive and so crazy it was like literally just crazy talk wow yeah and I had this moment where I was writing and I was like taken back in time to fully having those fights over text messages so I deleted so many of those messages and if you read back through the chat if you read back through our conversation you can see that like right from the start I was fully defensive you were and I, I was felt so it. defensive, totally. And, and I was like, how are you being defensive right now? Yeah. How is this my reality? That this person who knows that this is my trigger is being defensive over this right now. Like, I didn't understand why you weren't... Because usually when you apologise, you'll be like, babe, I... I I'm messed up. And I'm sorry. And this was what happened for me in the in the moment that I messed up. And I'm really sorry that you're going through this right now. I'm really sorry that you're having these feelings. You just usually just acknowledge where I'm at. And be like, I know that this is a past issue for you and I messed up. Like, that's what Mm. I need with my apology. I need you to be specific. Mm. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, for what? You, but like, I I have trauma around the exact situation that we were in. Mm. And you just were not acknowledging it at all. And I I was like, I know that you know about this. I know that you know. Like, Mm. that's why I kept saying, you know. Mm. How are you not seeing? me right now it was wild mm. but yeah anyway sorry continue please so you were defensive right off the bat yeah and, and oh because I, I think what happened was that I called you I saw the missed calls so then I called you and you didn't answer so I texted and said hey I tried to call and then I called again or you called me I messaged I messaged when I couldn't get onto you I messaged and I said oh 
understand it well. I said, Saeed, I'm so upset that you aren't answering the phone. I don't know how you would expect the hospital to call you. I'm not going to surgery right now. There was an emergency. I can't believe you. And then you said, oh, Bob, I'm calling you now. Sorry, Angel, it was on vibrate and sitting on the table. I didn't hear you, babe. I can see how you weren't, and then I hung up. And you said, I can see how you won't be able to see my perspective. I can see Yeah, so just hold up. So hurt. I called you and we spoke for like 10 seconds or something. And I apologised. And didn't get to apologise. It was like my apology wasn't welcome. Mm. And that feeling that it stirred in me. Yeah, it wasn't. Your apology wasn't welcome. Yeah. I was... I, all of my walls were up. Totally, your walls were up. I couldn't and even believe it. Like, I, I literally couldn't believe that it happened. My thoughts were like, oh, okay. This man does not want to be with me and this is his way of giving me that indication. Wow, yeah. Like, he's been holding off for this particular moment to do this action. Yeah. This is how he's telling me what he actually wants. Yeah. And it's not me. And I, I literally was just like, crazy, obviously. But I was just like, wow. Yep, that's it. We are done. We're done. Yeah. It was it was a lot. It was really triggering. And then you felt that. I was like, no, you're not. Your apology is not welcome. Anymore. Yeah. Because I was so... Like, this is the last straw. You're done. Pretty much. And I was like, if I... It's a really skin crawling feeling like mm. it's a really like revolting skin crawling feeling to not be able to make right what I've done yeah yeah it's very triggering it's like um, I wrote so many messages that I deleted like so many messages like I wrote stuff like how am I, I have to, I, in, in this situation like this, I have to disarm myself, let you stab me, get closer to you, try to disarm you while you're stabbing me, and hope that at some point, out of the blue, you decide that I'm not your enemy while I'm getting stabbed with no reassurance that there is a point where the stabbing will stop basically and I wrote stuff like that and like so many things like that and so many things like about landmines and about traps and like all this kind of stuff I wrote so much stuff like this that I was like none of this will help I can, like that's there's one guarantee is that none of what I want to say is going to help. So if you go to the first message that I wrote after that one that you sent and read that one, 
I can see how you won't be able to see my perspective. I can see how you're hurt by not being able to get through to me. I don't know what to do to help you meet your core need and see that you're loved and safe despite the feelings and thoughts. And I think that's what it was. It was like, for me, you sending that was just another way of, I'm more emotionally mature than you. Right. I, I can see how you're retarded. Right. Right. Now. right. Retarded's not a politically correct word, but I can see how you're the crazy. Yeah. I'm okay. I obviously love you, you dumb bitch. <laughs> that's um, basically what I was saying. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty. That's and not I'm even far. And I'm saying up. you are like you messed up. You're I don't problem. know what yeah. you would expect from me. Yeah. You so know. just slow down. <laughs> so just slow down. So that one that I sent about I can see blah blah blah. That was like a pretty way of being defensive. That like, you said that? hundred percent. Like read through it. Look yeah. at how defensive it is. Even though it the is. language is it, like it is. It's so defensive. It's trying to be evolved. And I felt it. I was like <laughs> This was, I was me. Like, uh, and th- there's something about me in there at all? No. Legit. Not really. Not really. This that that was me. After, it was like, that I was, don't know. That was me editing my shit. You, I mean, like, you did that well, was you draft, tried. draft number four, basically. It was like, my first message was, kill fuck me. you. Kill me Yeah, then. do you just want to fucking kill me then? And then the next <laughs> message, I was like, literally, I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, run in front of a fucking truck? Like, what do you want me to do? And, and when I was writing that kind of shit out, I was like, talking to Quinn. I was like, this is how our whole relationship operated. Basically, it was on that level of stress. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Like, that level of intensity of pain and powerlessness and hurt and I would trigger her and she would trigger me and we would stay there for, like, days. And what was triggered in me... I hate the word trigger. We need a better word. What was brought brought up in me? Unveiled. What was unveiled in me was laying in the hospital, getting my appendix out, and S never coming to see me. Oh, yeah. The things that happened with Zach. Yeah. Big time. Obviously. Literally the exact same situation. Yeah. And then him refusing to be open about that. Yeah. Open about the demise of our relationship. Open with people, and being like, "Oh yeah, we, it just didn't work out." I had the same thing with with Quinn, where it was like, not necessarily open with others, but just open to one another. Where I was like, "I need to talk about this stuff," and she was like, eh. "She was just better at emotionally controlling, not, yeah, the outcome." You know, yeah, she was just same, better than I was. Same with Zach. Yeah. Weirdly, same with Zach. Yeah. And that's when I said it's, it's never going to change with you. You don't give a shit because mm. I've got evidence of yeah. you doing this right yeah. over and over again. Totally. And then you're like, can you please interrogate your thoughts and your feelings? Can you? Is this true? And notice how no see there right. That was the most gentle way I could be. When you said, "Is this true?" Defensive. That was the most gentle way I could be defensive. Yeah. And you like, can see that oh. even though it is using advanced communication and and like spiritually advanced stuff i was still proceeding from a place of i need to defend myself here 
mm-hmm. right? Can you please do this stuff? Like, can you please do that? You know, it's like very much. And when you said, obviously, I talked about what was going on. Yeah. You're supposed to be the person's come back to get me. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the love of your life, apparently. Yeah. Um, I was like, in case you forgot. And then he said, sorry, I didn't put my phone on loud, babe. And I was like, Like, I couldn't even believe that. Yeah. I couldn't even believe it. And that's when I said, but I, I could see that you were trying. And I was like, what, I, what were you thinking? Like, what were you actually thinking? Did you forget about me? And you're like, well, that was when, that was the turning point where it was like, all of, before that, I thought about it and I was like, I've only apologized over the phone the one time. And that was where it, like, shifted for me, where I was like, what do I need to actually give Marissa, though? Like, what does she actually need from me in this moment? Because this whole time, I've been operating under the assumption that nothing I can give is going to be received. And that's how it felt, because I tried apologizing over the phone, and you shut that down. And I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to make this right then if any step that I take I get ambushed like every pathway toward reconciliation turns out it was an ambush so then I was like well I need to actually figure out what does what can I give instead of thinking about what do I need I need to think about what does she need and that was like thinking about my I was obviously very triggered I was like in my past when you said maybe talk to someone else, talk to Steph, because I literally cannot help you. If you don't help me to help you, I was like, are you serious? Yeah. It's today. That's when I said acknowledgement. Yes. That today of all days, you did the one thing that I've asked you time and time again, not today. Well, not that's to it. So rewind a bit before the Steph comment. When I apologized the first time, how did you respond? Not well. Read it. Oh, it's like way, like way up the top. No, the, the like oh, right there. Oh, you said sorry, I didn't just, put my phone on there. Yeah, yeah. And I said, what were you thinking? What were you actually thinking? That did comment. Did you forget about me? Did you forget about me? That comment there. That was actually like. That was a turning point because. Yeah, it was being real. You were being so real. It was like you and, forgot about. Me. And most people, most women. And if this is you... When I this, asked, what were you thinking? I was actually looking for what you were You were, were genuinely like, looking for it. What were Whereas you most women thinking? Like, I, I want to know what yeah. your thought process was. Like, how and do we fix that? Right? I, yeah. I was. I was genuinely... It was You're a genuine, genuine bid for connection. I felt it. And I, I fully felt it. I apologized. And that's what you said. And you basically outlined your hurt directly. Yeah, and, and then I said, your phone's been off focus just mode. slow down, slow down. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I don't know how that's relevant. <laughs> when you said that, when you outlined your hurt directly, I saw exactly where you actually were. And most women don't have the room to be able to say it directly. To ask that they question. don't have it. No, nah. they instead they'll say stuff like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. And they'll say stuff like, "How yeah. do you think you could fucking do this again?" Yeah, you know. And they'll say these kinds of things yeah. where it's like, 
what they're really trying to say is what, my what core need I have a core need here and and this and I'm not safe because you haven't helped me meet my core need right that's basically what they're what most people are trying to say when they're in that conflict but they don't speak directly to it they speak around it and the guy on the other side has to he's, he's just getting he's just getting criticized he's getting these arrows and these bullets but he's and so what that means is he's got to surf he's got to navigate through his own reactions to all of that mm -hmm. through his own defensiveness through his frustration his anger his ego his pride his guilt all of that stuff is going to get triggered he's got to get past his own tension in order to be able to identify her tension and if she and the better that you could communicated with me because you communicated with me because you were precise with what you needed you, that Ryan. was yeah that I was really where that. I it was, was huge i was really trying i was like i, know. I just want to actually know though what you're thinking because i i started thinking about it i was just saying they're crying and Lindsay was looking at me and she was like all right and i was just like i i just need a moment and i, I started looking at it and i was like he's not opening up to me he's not his usual vulnerable let's have an open communicative con like conversation and I don't know why he's so defensive like I've got no clue why and that's when I was just like he needs to know I wanted to say I feel like you're irresponsible but yeah. I actually just was like no you're irresponsible this is irres I want to say like this is irresponsible behavior but I was too angry yeah and then I told you I can't trust you can you see I can't trust you yeah and that's when you were like Thoughts. And I was like, you didn't check that your phone wasn't off vibrate and loud. Why did that happen? Yeah. Why didn't you check? And then you were like, because I don't give a shit. And you got like defense against all the fast yeah. as well. And I said, why didn't you check? I just want to know why. And that's when we started actually getting somewhere. When you said that why, I swear to God, I saw Quinn in my mind. That was, we stayed in that we stayed in that place where that that space of interrogation there was like where there was no escape there was no option i didn't have the skill i didn't have the i didn't know what i was doing we just would stay in that space and it would just stay there it would just stay there we just would not escape that space for like days until finally it we ran out of energy and it just kind of faded and we would, there would be tears and we would like make up and I don't know what to do I'm apologizing for it. I said I don't mind that you left Saeed I'll never forget that you didn't answer the phone how can I help you attend to your core need if I'm your enemy so this stuff here yeah we I was writing like such crazy shit babe I was like I don't think you know that I'm an actual crazy person and you know what Kyle came back at that point he 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 saw you know we were mid conversation and then that's when i saw the phone had a few uh, missed call you know a few text messages came up and i pulled out the i pulled the phone and i was like oh shit uh oh because i saw the missed calls right two missed calls and i was like oh fuck so then i that's when i first texted you and kyle was like i'll go to the bathroom bro i'll leave you to it that's what, he came back and 
he was sitting there and he was like, bro, this is wild. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I've never actually seen this before. Like, you've talked about it? Me, my crazy? No, like, he was talking, not at all, no. He was talking about my vibe of, like, texting with a lot of stuff on my face and a lot of stuff in my posture and a lot of, like, you know, stuff in my breathing and in my voice. And he was like, man, you've told me about this before. And I knew it in theory, but I've never Never seen seen it. it. Yeah. Yeah, we spoke about that last night. Right. I said, how was Saeed today? And I explained to him what happened and exactly what had happened. He right. was like, like you messed up. Like that was pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he's like, but he said, I'm sure you actually handled it quite graciously. I was like, oh, Carl took me a bit. This was the turning point. When I said, acknowledgement that today of all days you did the one thing that I've asked you time and time again. So read back up above that. Give that a bit more context. And I said... So what was it? I don't mind that you left Saeed. I'll never forget that you didn't answer the phone. How can I help you help you attend to your core needs? Right. So that's so that's so you said I don't mind that you left. I was still angry. I was like I'll never be able to understand how you did this to me today. Yes. And then I replied. What did I reply? Maybe talk to someone else. Talk to Steph because I literally cannot help you if you don't help me to help you. So because I literally cannot help you. I meant that like literally. I was like, if I'm triggering you, and this is. I'm, I thought I it was talking to Quinn. It made me angry, but I was like... Okay, I literally well, thought I was talking to Quinn, where I, I was like... I was like, I can't help you here. Like, the th- like, in order for me to help you, I, I'm, I'm getting triggered, I'm getting stabbed. Like, emotionally, you know everything what, that I'm hearing is stabbing me. Do you know me. what would have really helped here? What? If you had have said, a lot of my trauma around my relationship with Quinn is coming up in this conversation right now. I, I don't know wrote if you it had the three times. I wrote that three times. And I was like, every time that I wrote it. I would have it, been like, I don't want to fucking talk about Quinn right now. But I also would have been like, oh, because a lot of my trauma around Zach is coming up right now. So let's take a break. Let's take a breather. I hope that's how you would have responded. Well, because I, I tell you about it I very didn't. soon. Yeah. So I said, I asked what I need. I said, acknowledgement that today of all days, you did the one thing that I've asked you time and time again not to do. So what was the, what did I ask you right before that? Maybe talk to someone else, talk to Steph. That freaked me the F out. I was yeah. like, okay. But what did I say okay. after that? Because I literally cannot help you if you don't help me to help you. Because I literally cannot help you if you don't help me to help you. And I was like, okay, well, then let me give you what I want. You did. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. And so every turn, so like, I just want to kind of slow down and highlight that at every point in this conversation, we both give one another the opportunity to, mm-hmm. even though we were hurt. So hurt. So like, hurt. Like, I haven't been that hurt since I found out that S bought a house with his wife legit like I've not been that hurt it was so triggering me too I was like I cannot even believe that this is my life right now I wanted I actually thought about how I should throw my phone out into the traffic I'm not even exaggerating yeah I was preparing to come home and break up with you yeah I was like yep that's it oh yep we are I had images of going back to the hospital so that we could fight (laughs) 
in my head, like flashing through my head. I was like, what am I supposed to fucking do? I've got this event tonight. Like I've, you know, you're in the hospital. Like what the fuck am I supposed to do? I had so much stress and pain in my heart. And yet look at that. Every single turn, we still gave one another the opportunity to be real. So I asked you, so I said about Steph and then I said, and I then can't. And I said acknowledgement of the today of all days. Cause you're like, you need to help me to help you basically. I was like, okay, well, what is it that I need? I just was thinking what I, what I need. I took a breath at that point and I was like, I need you to acknowledge today's significance. I, and then I said to you, I've asked you time and time again not to do the, and you've done that one thing today. And you're like, today is the day, okay? Today of all days, I did the one thing that breaks your trust. I said, yes. And you said, I did it. Yes, I did it today. I'm sorry. And I said, thank you. The crying face. I didn't want you to say, I'm sorry. My phone was on vibrate. I wanted you to see the significance. And then you said, okay, I'm sorry I did it. I'm sorry I didn't remember or think of it. I'm sorry it didn't occur to me on today. The worst day ever for that to happen. And I was like... <laughs> that's where I saw you that was exactly it was when you said exactly what you needed so all the other stuff we made a bid for connection and then it blew up we made another bid for connection that blew up you know I, I, would, I would try and then I would get defensive and then I would try and then I would get defensive but that was the point where I said I literally I need you to know what it is that you need because I can't help you if you don't help me to help you and then you just did you were like here's exactly what i need this is precisely what i need i need you to acknowledge that on today of all days you did this thing and that's where i was like oh my god obviously say it like it's so, so obvious couldn't see it i couldn't see it because okay. yeah, yeah i couldn't see it i just had way too much noise and i said the way that i frame it with like said with courage I teach about how there's signal and there's noise. Signal is the stuff coming from other people. Noise is all of the shit in our head. It's like t tuning the radio. Noise is all of that white noise, that ksh crap that happens inside our head because we have our own interpretation, feelings, perspective. It's all just noise that gets in the way. When we actually shut the fuck up and listen to the other person, it's right there. They've got this, everything that they're sending is right there. But it's, we just have to, we have to do a lot of hard work to move all of our interpretive crap out of the way. And that's mm -hmm. what we did, the entire conversation. And I said this to you, I said, thank you, because I'm doing my best to trust you in this moment, in these moments. This is quite traumatic for me from my past. And that sent my nervous system into total meltdown. You said me too babe and i said i'm sorry your level of awareness for this whole thing yeah, to be I've able to take so place work. it was insane and i know that i messed up there's so many things i said that i didn't have to say but i was trying to find how to get my needs acknowledged it's not even that i necessarily needed you to meet them i just needed them acknowledged yeah and then I said, I just want to know that I can rely on you to pick up the phone. Legit. And that was a reconfirming experience that I can't. And that really scares me, Saeed. Yeah. And you said, fair enough, babe. It sounds nightmarish. And I was like, oh my God, he can see me. And I said, I'm sorry too that I freaked out. I'm doing my best. And then when you said this, I don't have a good solution because if I don't turn my phone on vibrate, equals problems. If I do turn it on vibrate, equals problems. I don't have the presence of mind to check my phone availability because I haven't developed it. 
I'll figure it out. And I said, I'm sorry, that sounds hard. And he said, me too, babe. I got trauma around this too. And I said, which trauma do you have around it, my love? I said, I'll do my, I'll do my best. Which bit? Which bit, Bobby? And he said, here's a plan from now on. Similar to when Rari used to leave the house, she would either tell Deed or he would ask, slash reminder, what time will you be home? Here's what time I'll be home. I'm like, yeah. So this is what it means. So this is the 101 versus the 99. Also, when you said here's the plan, my anxiety started to dissipate. Yeah. You know why? Because this is the 101 versus the 99, okay? So Rari lives through feelings. And if Deed doesn't... If Deed doesn't think to turn his phone on so that she can contact him, what does that mean? It means that Deed doesn't have those feelings that Rari has. But Deed lives through thoughts. Yeah, and I said... And I said... If Deed didn't do the that's thing... That's so funny. What did, what did you say? You were like, from now on, when Deed and Rari are going to leave or separate, she asks Deed or tells her, is phone on silent? Can Rari contact Deed? And then we put this in place as a plan. And I said, I've done that a couple of times, but I thought today would be more important to you and you wouldn't forget about something so crucial. Yeah. And you said, we'll continue to do it. And you said, sorry, babe, I did. And I was like, but I wasn't thinking like you. Yeah. I wasn't thinking like you. Yes. I was thinking like me. Like Rari. And which my is, feelings. And would be feelings. like, oh my God, I have to be contactable. Totally. And oh my god, situational awareness 1000. 100%. Said situational awareness, I'm tired. I'm, I'm thinking hungry. about the one thing I that I want to build my about. business. Legit. Uh, this, this woman like is sick. Like, what if something happens to I've her? I've got so much blah, blah, on my plate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking like you. And that okay the difference you. the difference there is that Rari, no, there's a few pins I don't to care about you, literally, just because I didn't think. Yep. Sorry. There's a few pins to put in. So. Pin number one. Rari is Marissa, by the way, and Deed is Saeed. Yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. The pin number one is the childhood thing. I yeah. had a, I had an image from my childhood come up. And that's where it was really eye-opening for me. And I was like, I can't even text you. I can't even tell you about this over text because there's so much room for this to blow up in my face. And we'll need to be able to open it up properly. What happened in your childhood? Get into that in a moment. Okay. Pin number two... Do have time, by the way. It's 8.30. Yeah, I do. Pin number two is that... Rari and Deed have different ways of operating. And therefore... That's why it was important that I made the plan. In the moment. Yeah, that was so It has to happen in the me. moment. It was wild. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, oh my gosh. We'll you know, clarify this plan later, but like we have the skeleton of a plan. We have a skeleton of a plan. And the reason why, this is why, because if Rari's, if Rari solves problems, if, if Rari lives, feels, breathes, and solves problems through her heart, and that's how she engages with life and the world, and through that paradigm, she's hurt because she's interpreting Deed's lack of looking at her as a heart problem... But it's not a heart problem from Deed. It's a thinking problem because that's how Deed operates. It's a systems issue. If that's the yeah. systems malfunction. <laughs> if that's how this if that's true, if all of that's true, then what Deed needs is a solution. I'm okay, Bobby. Just a bit crampy. What Deed needs is a solution for 
putting the right thought in his head. If the thought is not in his head, he needs an a- he needs an actionable plan to put the thought in his head. How does how is that thought going to get there? That's the root cause of the that's the root of the problem was, is that the thought's not in his head. I was looking at that in the end there I was like, "Oh, he didn't think." And you're right. It makes sense that you didn't think. You don't you don't think with your heart. Hmm. Terrible. I I do. I'm like this person is going to feel awful if they can't contact me. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm out and about at 1am in the morning with my friends and you haven't called me and I'm like, well, he mustn't care about me. Mm. Meanwhile, that's just not a part of the system of how you're thinking that day. You're like, oh, it's 2am, she's not home. Oh, bedtime. <laughs> like Legit. Because you've dealt with the trauma around that. You know that you Personally. can trust that I'm coming home. Yeah, because well, yeah, you've given me the trust, trustworthiness. Yeah. But there's not a large body of evidence mm. that you are contactable mm. at those crucial moments that I need to contact you. Yeah. That I'm hoping that I can contact you. So what and so but what that there, means there's is there's more stacking up and you being like, Hey, I can't take the the call right now. Yeah. But this is what time I'll be home, like things like that. So what that means is Deed needs a better and system of thought. This is around this is being contactable. The significance of yesterday. The reason why I'm looking for that through our lives is for reasons like yesterday. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm looking for it. Not because it's important yeah. during the week when I'm out and about shopping. It's because yeah. it was important yesterday. Yeah. And it's important when our son or daughter in the future yeah. is in hospital. Yeah. Or they get a broken leg on camp. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm looking for that safety so I know that when I need it, when I need to be protected, it's yeah. there. Yeah. And it, it, it didn't, when it didn't pull through yesterday, I was like, right. It's over. This relationship is done. Yeah. I need to be safe. Yeah. I need to pack my things. I need to disenfranchise from you and Amway. Like, see you later. Like, yeah. I, I can't. I need a whole different life. Like, let's go. I'm shaving my head. We're going to live in the wilderness. <laughs> I'm going to find myself someone who can give me safety. Like, it yeah. was so palpable, my mm. feeling of just like, holy crap. I'm never going to have safety in this relationship. Mm. Like, this was it this was crucial moment it was it was wild meanwhile you just didn't think yeah didn't have the thought in my head so if that's we why didn't it was have critical the communication skills that we have i would have definitely left you yesterday mm. definitely so that goes back to the okay, third well, pin exactly. 101 versus 99 every conflict in our relationship leaves us 1% stronger. Yeah. Not 1% weaker. No. Every single conflict that we go through, like, I stick my fingers together, every single conflict's pulling our, pulling these, our hands apart, right? And leaving these gaps. Mm-hmm. And we fill these gaps. We fill them and we grow more strong and more connected inside those gaps. Every single conflict. And that's how it's always been. Is that no matter how heavy it gets, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how difficult it is, 
Like, people don't understand... Like, when I tell people that we used to have, like, yelling matches and things... They, yeah, they think it's a joke. They can't they perceive understand. that it's true. I'm like, they, you don't get it. Yeah. Like, there so, are so many variances in the nature of both of our trauma. Yeah. Like, the amount of room we have to... to trigger each other. Trigger each other and yell at each other is astronomical. We have more room in this relationship for that than any relationship I've ever been in, including S, in, in, including old mate. Like, there's so much room to be triggered mm. because we have completely different upbringings, completely different ideas, paradigms, in completely different ways, yeah. completely different paradigms. Like, I, I just cannot believe. I was so grateful when you finally acknowledged just the significance. That was all that I needed. Yeah. And when I came home and there was chocolate, ample chocolate, I was like, wow, there's ample chocolate. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting that. But you don't know what that meant for me. Like, you don't know what it meant for me to you. For you to organize Kyle to pick me up. You'll you'll never know what that meant for me. To be honest. I was really grateful. Same. I was really grateful for every piece of self-awareness and every piece that you shared with me and every time that you got real and 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 revealed your heart you know you revealed your hurt it was it your crazy is just sneaky mm. i can't see it yeah it's very hard for me to see your crazy mine's loud yeah i'm like yeah dog i'm the quiet crazy and you're like but mm, let me emotionally manipulate you with my smooth emotionally intelligent words yeah i'm like bro what the hell are you trying to say it, it's so interesting it's yeah but I was I was just so grateful and I knew I knew you were nuts I felt it I was like okay he's nuts right now so I'm gonna have to try and make a bid for connection and I don't want to I actually don't want to like stuff this guy but I was like if I don't try and make a bid for connection we're both just gonna feel really bad yeah and it's gonna be an awful time that is not how you want to go into surgery no no it's not I was like, when I come out of surgery, I want to know that this person loves me and is here for me and they're going to send someone to pick me up, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. And I want so, them to know that they're loved too. And, like, I'm just really unveiled right now. Yes. So we had... Much better word than triggered. Three pins in, in this conversation. 1% stronger or 1% weaker? Yeah. And so We're each, always one percent stronger. Each conflict leaves us one percent stronger. For Which sure. we have conflict every day, so we must be pretty strong, right? <laughs> it compounds. It does. We really are pretty strong because we do have regular conflict pretty and strong. We're pretty strong. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of we're only pretty strong. We have a lot of room we'll to be grow, like but Ronnie we're very Coleman. strong. Our relationship will be like Ronnie Coleman one day. People will look at us and they'll just be terrified. They'll be like, These two look so strong. That I, it hurts me to look at look upon this level of strength. <laughs> Seriously, um, 
the other pin was that we have different paradigms and so that's why it was important to create a plan yeah. immediately that mm -hmm. that actually fits Deed's paradigm and shows that it's that he that that Marissa's needs matter to him and then the the first pin that we haven't covered yet is that when I was a kid I used to get phone calls all the time from mum from mum yeah and I would regularly not answer them I felt so much hurt interesting when I would answer the phone as a kid mm -hmm. and receive a lot of pain and I would mm. hold I would I was a bucket for you could hold space for it but it was very painful a lot of guilt and a lot of pain oh gosh babe and that guilt and pain that mum felt would you know as a 10 as an 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 year old and it obviously got worse after her suicide attempt like it mm. was a lot to grow up mm -hmm. dreading phone calls because oh, I babe. had I that I can't even imagine so when I I, I used to just not answer it and my friends at the time just got used to it they were like oh well you know so it's gonna be weird now for the next half an hour because I would just be very weird and I would have to figure out how to handle all of those feelings and and I just wouldn't answer and then finally I would like once a week or something but she would have called like you know 10 or 15 times that week or something I don't know a lot but then it was the same thing with Jane Jane, Dad and Jane broke up and Jane would feel hurt and grief because, you know, she's lost her relationship and she's lost her son and she would call me and I would avoid answering those phone calls like when I was a little bit older and I had to learn, like, I, I grew up having a very, especially when I was about 13, 14, 15, I had a very dark understanding of love where I had come to realize that people didn't actually love you and that's because the people in my life didn't know me they didn't see me they didn't know me they didn't understand me they couldn't see the way that I saw the world they couldn't see why I saw the world the way that I saw the world. And whenever I tried to talk to them about the things that I was passionate about or interested in or curious of, they couldn't hold space for it because I go too deep. And I'm still that person now that makes people uncomfortable because I go too deep. But now I've got self esteem and self-worth and self-image so it doesn't matter that I might lose other people when I go too deep I'm like okay see you next time you know like that's all good when you want to go deep dive you know deep sea diving like come hang out kind of thing so but when I was a kid I didn't have that self-esteem I didn't have that self-worth so I was like 
I don't understand because these people say that they love me. They don't, they don't see you. But they don't see me. They have a map of you. They don't have any map of me. They don't know, like, they can't see my hurt. They can't see my needs. They can't see me. So how can they, they love me? They need to go really deep. Yeah, and they can't, they don't have any space for it. So how can the, what does it mean? So I was like, as a teenager, I was very confused and angry and angsty about like, what does it even mean that all of you people use this word? It was very confusing and it was like really shitty and obviously eventually it got bad enough that I almost killed myself and but then I realized I was like okay so it's up to me then right it's up to me to actually love other people and figure out how to love myself like that's my responsibility it's not other people's responsibility and learning that was obviously set me free but when I was texting you I connected those two dots that I'd never connected before where I was like, wait a second, I feel like I'm talking to Quinn because I've been in this situation before and I've been in this situation before because I made Quinn feel this way because I was uncontactable at points, not always obviously, but at important points. Because of what happened in your childhood. Probably. Because of my relationship with phones. Definitely because of your relationship with phones. And I've been through a similar thing. Right. Where I'm uncontactable. And people are like, why don't you answer the phone? Because I'm anxious when you call. Not because of you, because of my past. So I, I get it. And... I really appreciate you telling me about that because it sounds similar to me in that when someone called, there was just a world of pain on the other end and guilt and shame, sometimes blame. I'm really sorry that you went through that. Thanks. I love you. I love the way that you are. The way you think. The way you're driven and ambitious to a fault. The way you want to prioritize things that are important in your life, your integrity, your strength. I love that you can go deep. I love that we don't own a television because we need to go deep. Every day. Every day. Every day, mate. <laughs> I love that we can go so deep like in the minds of Mor Moria Mor Moria Moria where we've mined too deep so now the Balrogs come out and we have to defeat it yeah. you know I love that we go that deep because of your leadership in that because I've always wanted to go that deep but there was no one for me to tango with 
because they're all just numpties. But, well, they are. They don't want to go that deep. Which is probably why I've burnt all of my relationships too, to be honest, babe, because they don't want to go that deep. And I've, I've, because I'm a woman, have found acceptance at the level of depth that my man is willing to go to. But I don't have a limit. I'm not going to bottom out somewhere. It's not happening. How deep do you want to go? Because I can go there. And so... That's where the treasure is found. 100%. And the only thing that comes up, which is just a little Balrog to fight, is trauma. Mm. Is the unveiling. So much better than the word triggered. When things are unveiled and revealed, that is a little thing to fight, and then we go deeper. I wanted that in my life. There's no way... I could be on a level of depth in a relationship with someone who can't go there anymore. Like, I I got to a point where I just intellectually... I was like, well, I'm going to have to rely on my friends to fill my intellectual needs and my man to fill my sexual needs and my provisional needs. Like, I, I got to that point. That's That's where I was. I don't have that with you. I don't have that problem. I don't have that situation. I can go there's no depth that we can't reach and I love that about you and I wouldn't change one thing about that ever that's that's how I want us to be so I I see you and I see that other people can't handle it and I think it's hilarious because they miss out. And you are arrogant because you're overlaying that over things that are yet to be revealed, things that are being revealed. You are arrogant in it, in your emotional intelligence. You're arrogant and you're confident. And I love that. Even though it hurts me sometimes really badly it's just a Balrog it's just a path to wisdom for me to have that happen and I'm so grateful so I get it is what I'm trying to say thank you I'm not Quinn. Yeah. And you're not Zach. Yeah. We're very different. Correlation, but no causation. Mm. gonna pull a card and then start the day yeah let's do that